As promised at the top of the show, we are now going to do what we can to unsnarl the mess that is the special election on Tuesday, November 8th. We've got, well, this is a very unusual election. There are only, I believe, uh, eight ballot propositions up, and there's no candidates up, and we're going to talk about what those props are as best we can, as we have done in the past with our representative liberal, that would be Mr. Alan Stanton. Welcome back, Alan. Thank you, Doug. Also, Mr. David Lowell Mather is from the right, our, our resident conservative, and welcome back, David. Thank you. We should establish your credentials, I think, as certifiable liberals and conservatives. Mr. Mather, we should point out that you drive a pickup truck, you live out in the county, and your dad was a county sheriff. This is all true. And Mr. Stanton, you live downtown, ride your bike everywhere, and are the leader of a punk rock band. Well, in punk rock bands, there's not really any kind of leader, is there? Plus, Nevertheless, I believe we've established both your credentials. Plus, my parents are both school teachers. All right. Well, I think that uh, you guys have done this before. Let's do it again. Uh, you've come armed with opinions, uh, voter registration materials, polls, etc. And I guess we should launch into let let let's take um, let's take the issue first off of we're spending a lot of money on this special election. Did this make any sense, Mr. Stanton? If you take into account um, our governor's power-hungry nature, it makes a lot of sense. He's willing to spare no expense to push his agenda. All right, and your comment to that, Mr. Mather? It's a, it's a drop in the bucket compared to what the status quo liberals are spending over at the Capitol. If we can spend some money and save some money in the long run, it'll be well worth it. All right, well, I have to sound, in, and my own opinion on this matter would be that I can see having a special election for one of these propositions, the one that I am the most behind, which we'll discuss momentarily, Proposition 77, a badly needed effort to reform the corruption here in Sacramento that allows legislators to draw their very own districts. It's a scandal. It's gerrymandering at its worst. Something should be done about it. A special election for that, I could see. On the other hand... Let's start with the most odious of all the propositions, the one that is a disgrace. Proposition 73, a waiting period and parental notification law before termination of a minor's pregnancy. This initiative is a constitutional amendment and uh, I feel very strongly should be voted down. I know that you will disagree, so let's go to you first, Mr. Mather. Thank you. Uh, yes, we do need to pass Proposition 73. Uh, all Proposition 73 does is require that unemancipated minors in the care of their parents must have permission before they can undergo a medical procedure. It's just that simple. There are built-in things for people who, you know, they're, oh, my daddy's going to shoot me, you know, whatever everybody says. Uh -huh. The point is, so is there's, that if a kid say, there's is built school, in, there's built in stuff, there's built in provision to, to cover for there's that. There's built in provisions to... Funeral expenses are paid once the daddy shoots the daughter? This is a very real concern. And as a physician... This is a very real wait. concern that, a, that probably affects every girl who gets pregnant, but in reality affects a lot okay. less of them percentage-wise. Because the fact is, and you know this is true, if a kid gets a headache at school, they can't give them an aspirin without getting a parental notification. Okay, mm -hmm. But yet, you uh -huh. want the nurse to haul them off to an abortion clinic, receive a medical procedure that is kept secret from the parents, who then the child goes home and has difficulties with it, has to wait until morning to tell anybody because if she tells her parents well they're going to kill her as far as i can see as a physician the reality is someone comes to me they're a minor under the present law i'm not required to notify anybody before i take steps to try and see that she gets 
what she wishes, which is a termination of the pregnancy, or what she's Un- been convinced that she wishes, and she can still. Well, go I believe it's still. I believe it's still. She can still her go right to decide, judge. Well, of Mr. Course Mather. It is, but she can still go before a judge and petition a judge to have the procedure. Oh, and of course, the terrified sixteen-year-old who's worried about how she's gotten herself in hey. trouble is is of course going to then and petition then, the court system. And then the status quo liberals should be very happy because they can get all their lawyers going to work filing claims down at the courthouse to get this done. Well, you know that it's not going to be that difficult. Right, it's don't you be think extreme. there should it's be? Absurd. Don't you think there should be some sort of exception? Are there exceptions in yes. in the prop as of it's course. written? There's always exceptions. The exceptions that are in there that will cover the legal. Because the, you're, you're, you're talking the, about a girl with a, a, a leave it to Beaver lifestyle. Are you? That, that's that's what the that's what the prop is addressing. It's not addressing well, the, no, the prop it's is not addressing, addressing victims all of rape girls or incest under the or age both. of eighteen who are not emancipated, who right. are seeking an abortion, a medical procedure. Wait, anyone anyone who's pregnant who's a minor is by definition an emancipated well, minor. Well, apparently under that's not law. true. Apparently yes, that's it, not true. Yes, it is. Well, then how will this law apply to what you're talking about? Then if that's the case, this law then will change there's, that. There's no this vote law here. Would, yeah. This law will change right. that. It says an unemancipated minor. So if a girl goes out and gets pregnant, she's automatically emancipated, even though the varying circumstances that a girl gets at pregnant at present it under, is. I assume this law is going to change. This law is going to change all that, and I think it should be voted no. Mr. Stanton, what are you saying? Well, I would have to vote no against seventy-three because. Let's face it, a girl undergoing a safe surgical procedure is definitely more desirable than a girl leaving it in a gym restroom. Well, I think we would. This is this is a step back to the coat hanger era, and I I think we should vote no. Let, this, let's let's this, move on. Th- just let me make one more point. This is just liberal hysteria, blowing it out of proportion because they don't want to lose this right to abortion that they're so afraid they're going to lose, which everybody knows is always going to be there and is not going to be taken off the table. But go ahead and be hysterical and vote no. And we would also point out that the governor has said very clearly that if someone gets an abortion for my daughter doesn't tell me, I will kill him. So That's, that's a, a short step daughters, from Paul please Hill. Be, be on notice. All right. Let's talk about Prop 77. This is the one I think that I could see justifies uh, having a special election. The redistricting initiative constitutional amendment that will take the boundaries, uh, the ability to draw boundaries out of the hands of the legislature and put it in the hands of, of retired judges uh, who are approved by the voters. I think that uh, I think this is long overdue. Mr. Stanton, would you agree? I agree very much in principle. I, I don't know that that's a, an appropriate venue retired judges i i think that something has to be done and it's a step in the right direction i suppose i suppose if that if a panel of retired judges turns out to be a, an inferior forum in which to draw the draw the boundaries i think that it it could be remedied at a later time but it's really the you know the fox guarding the chickens it's still but the the what they come up with still has to be voted on by the people, which means it's going to have to be discussed in a public forum. It happens once every 10 years. It will be given a fair airing or an unfair airing if you read all the editorials that you see on this stuff. They do not have the final say in what is going to be adopted. They have the say in writing what they feel would be fair. 
if the people that are appointed are fair, then we'll get fair. If they're not, well, then I guess we won't. It's just like every other organization that we have in this state. All right. But they, they are subject to oversight. And I, I assume that we have an, an unusual harmonic convergence of all three yeah. voting, voting yes on Absolutely. this one. Absolutely. And, and let me, let me just take about, the, what It's the about polls? damn time. What are the polls show, well, Mr. Mather? What are the polls show? Let me tell you. What Is it the going to win? Because uh, I figured that if all three now, of us are for it, this it doesn't is a, have a chance. There's a lot <laughs> of under, that's true. There's a lot of non-responders, the, right? The the USA survey or uh, shows Prop 77 passing 59 to 36 as of October 4th. But let me make a point about this. I know we're not disagreeing, but uh, I promised I would. So uh, there's a reason why the Republican leadership in Congress, as well as the Democratic status quo liberalist leaders in California, are against this. Okay, because it does fight the status quo. The Republicans don't yes. want it because they want to maintain control of Congress. Now, on the on its face, you'd say, well, gee, if California comes up with more competitive races, wouldn't that increase the Republican uh, numbers in Congress? And it might. But the fact is, is that it will also force them to take money out of close races in other states and focus it into California because estimates are that you'll have at least 10 more competitive races for Congress. That's a lot of money that they have to yes. raise. And the most important thing is, is that they may lose five in the rest of the country and gain five in California, but they don't want to lose the five faces that they love and know. So right. well, mm -hmm. yeah. this is all about keeping the exact same people. 153 well, it, districts, it's congressional and assembly and Senate in California. Right. No change by party in 2004. Not one change. Scandalous. Disgraceful. Yes, it is. It's Disgraceful. worse than anything you've ever said about the so-called scandal of 2000 in Florida. Because well, this is endemic. That, that this is right. built that, into that, the of course, system. That, of course, is not true at all. Oh, but, that's, but, well, but, that's a whole... That's, of course it's true. That's of course it's not true, but let's game. leave that for another day. Yeah, that's, let's just, just say this. Let's just you say this. You can't throw that in. You can't lump that in with this. Well, I just did. I'm curious about well, the fact that the Republican a, Party, Mr. Mather, of which yeah. you are a, a loyal, loyal yeah, member, is now split down the ranks between the John Doolittles, who are the the status quo, and... He's against it. The Which basically represents the interest of the Republican Party nationwide. But here, Schwarzenegger is 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 leading the charge against his own party on yep. this issue. Yep, and I and I commend him for that. And I say God bless Arnold for doing that. That's what I like about him. That's why I voted for him. And with all the crap that he's had to take for being a so-called not real Republican and everything else, he's actually doing something that's going to benefit the people. Well, I agree with you 100%, and I bet Mr. Stanton does too. I'm at a loss for words. I mean, really, he's he's done everything so wrong, and how, how could he get behind something that... It, it just seems like maybe the chickens came home to roost. He had to support something that's so obvious. He's been railing against the legislature. This is a chance for him to, to do some good... And still get back at his, you know, his nemesis, the legislature. And he should rail against the legislature. All right. Now, I have, I have in my hand here the, the, what just came in the mail today, the Governor Schwarzenegger's Ballot Proposition Voter Guide. It says Arnold's top props. Now, uh, the, the governor decided he didn't want to really get involved in the issue of, of 80, the electricity policy, uh, the 78 and 79, the competing issues of drugs. Uh, he didn't want to put the uh, the issue of 73 on the front burner. The four that he's really backing are 74, 75, 76, and the one we just mentioned, 77. Let's review these. 74 is so-called accountability in the classroom. 75 has been labeled paycheck protection. And 76 is labeled by the Schwarzenegger people, the balanced state budget. Can we sort through the mess that is... 76. I, I have a hard time making heads or tails out of this one. Do you guys, do you guys have any, any bearings on this? State, 
It's labeled the State Spending and School Funding Limits Initiative. It's a constitutional amendment. And it, you look at the, the voter guide, and it's got a graph showing budgets going up, budget, low revenues, well, excessive revenues. Well, the budgets revenues. always go up. They're this never going to go down. This is something for, for Alan Greenspan to try and sort through. I, he can't, I can't. He's retiring. Well, I can't make any sense of this. it would for the loyal opposition in the legislature every time. Every time the budget gets decided. Every time the governor wants to declare kind of a fiscal emergency, he can just do so. I, I kind of disagree with that. I think the loyal opposition in the legislature is not the status quo liberals that he's been fighting. I think the loyal opposition is the people who realize that the only way we're going to continue to fund this state at the uh -huh. current rate of growth is with massive tax hikes. And as a conservative, it turns my stomach. The, the fact is all this does is put it puts a cap on how much they can increase the state budget each year. Mm -hmm. It limits them to whatever they did last year plus the average of the three previous years, mm -hmm. which I think is outrageously high. So I think it's too much. You're voting no. No, I'm, I'm going to vote yes because we have no spending cap now. I mean, this is a small step in the right direction. But it's not nearly as big a step as I would like to see them take. Oh, yeah. the, the fact is they increase right. the budget far more than the, the gross state product. It confers way, way too much power on the executive with regard to the budget. That's I, I disagree with that. I think that it doesn't confer that much power to the executive. What it does is he can it limits he can the legislature. funding for all sorts yes, of programs. Yes, he can. Because what happened when Gray Davis didn't suspend or couldn't suspend funding? Well, we ran a up a $22 billion deficit, which at that time was about 40% of the budget. You've, you, you, the, the executive has to have the ability to say, hey, we're falling down a hole here, people. I've got to do something. It's going to hurt, but this is what I'm going to do. I think it's a hysterical overreaction just because Gray Davis was, <laughs> I, I'd say they're, they're even Steven as far as achievements. It's not what Gray Davis did as much as what he couldn't do. Right. That's it's the what, point. What he didn't I do believe Gray point. Davis would have done the right thing had no. he had the power. Well, but he was also shackled with this status quo liberal legislature, and there was not much he could do about it. I find this to be a just a toothache of a of an of, of, of an initiative, and uh, I don't just, know what to think. I just guess vote yes on it. And we'll pass it. So we, the, our, our, our conservative says work. vote yes. Our liberal doesn't say liberal today says it, it worries me. It's a concern. I think it's an overreaction. Is that a no? Uh, so that's a no. And just just <laughs> so you know, uh, Mister, uh, this is uh, Prop seventy six as of October fourth was leading fifty eight to thirty. According to All right. Well, let's do the other two. The other two issues that are Arnold's top props. Let's talk about 75, public employee union dues. They apparently think that the governor wants to go out and restrict the ability of unions to... Uh, to spend money on uh, on political process, but doesn't I, there's no provision here to stop uh, corporate executives from doing the same. What do you think about that, Mr. Mather? Uh, I think this is a fine proposition. I think we should support it. I think that we have put many things in the law that restrict what individuals and what corporations can do. Not nearly enough. I will grant you that. However, the, well, the labor unions, unions, there's, nothing, there's nothing stopping corporations here in, in well, whatsoever. It's all about unions. I, I can dis that's that's right because it's a single subject matter that can only be on the ballot. You can't have the two subject matter on here. Why did this have to go on a special well, election? Well, why don't you go collect some signatures and get the other one on? Okay, nobody's disagreeing with you about that. But the fact is, is that the biggest violators of the laws in these elections is unions. <laughs> it's the unions. They collect. Oh, man. So they 
they don't collect millions of dollars Whoa. from people who disagree Whoa. with the position they take and then spend it without. It's they, a they union matter. If you're not in the union, you have no. Well, have no if you have a choice to be it. in the union, I guess that would matter. But the fact is, is that most people do not, it can and all the be, unions do not oh, represent. Oh, they're forced to work a union. Shop. You know what? You know what cracks me about this? It's so you hard for you guys to up. ask people if you can spend their money. You know, it's like, oh no, no, no. You just have to let us wait, spend wait, 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 it wait, wait, unrestricted wait, wait. forever. Amen. People in unions are forced at gunpoint to work in that shop. Who's forced at gunpoint? You're, you're forced to be in a union? People, well, there are many jobs where if you don't join the union, you can't have the job. Right, yeah. And, yeah, and, okay. and that's, if you that's... don't join the union, you're not going to be a state worker for very long. Man, I tell you, I'm vote. I, I don't see any the corporate board member saying, geez, how do you think our, you think our shareholders are going to want, want to spend money on this issue? You're not even dealing with the issue. You're talking about something totally different. Yeah. I think it's a nonsense. Prop 75 I'm voting deals no. with the labor I'm unions no. Only. It's up to the labor unions to clean up their own house. Let's do Prop 74. Public school teachers. Now, this one I find to me perhaps the most baffling. I mean, baffling of all the initiatives. This wants to take and extend the time that, which you can get tenure out from two years to five years, and this is supposed to resolve the issues of education in the state of California. With all the issues of money being diverted here, money not being spent there, what in the hell is this supposed to do to improve education, Mr. Mather? Well, first of all, you're, you're going you're gonna to be able to weed out some bad teachers. How many people... It takes two years to get your tenure, okay, currently. If it takes five years to get your tenure, that means you got to at least do a good job for five years, okay? I think that personally they the should do away with it. With all the education in California, with all why the problems we, of education having, in California, yeah, why is which this an issue? many of them are because we have tenure? some lousy teachers that we can't get rid of so you don't oh, because man. they're tenured. You don't think the teachers would uh, would crap out by the time two years is is over with i mean i have no idea really when they're going to crap out. i mean no, would you like to be not. on would you like there to be are on bad teachers would you like to be tenure. on probationary status well, for I work 5 in the, years i work in the job? private sector so i am on probation until i die so okay so boo hoo for the people view, who the only have to view, go for 2 years and then the they're guaranteed a job for life no matter how crappy they do it i know several teachers some of my best friends are teachers and I'm here to tell you, and this is not, you know, scientific, but half of them are going one way and half of them are going the other. And the ones that are going for it are like, yes, please, God, get rid of the idiot over in the science room. Okay? Hmm. The guy's a moron and we can't get rid of him because he's tenured and he's stuck there for life. So, and he you know. Well, whether he believes in evolution or he can't believe in creationism, because the status quo liberals at the Capitol have made sure that that well, is you, not going to be You can take that phrase thank "status God. quo liberals" yeah, out that's there not true, and but shoot thank it. Thank God, he says. Thank you for making my point. I wish. I, if only say, that were true. I wish. No, I just I, I think it's a really it, it's a really lame idea. I wouldn't want to be on probation for my job, and you know I. I just don't yeah. like it. I Pity like the teachers. Poor I think fools that have to prove themselves at their job continually. All right, now we've we got two competing propositions on issues of prescription drugs. A 78, which is the one that's put forward by uh, the drug companies, and 79, which is put forward by uh, public advocates, Alliance, I guess, for, for lack Alliance of a better for word. for a better California. All right, so Mr. Stanton, you, you're familiar with these. What, what do you think about these, these two competing initiatives? I think that 79 is flawed. I... I would agree with it in principle, but it's flawed. Um, I think the maximum maximum income is a little too high. I think it's thirty-eight thousand. Is that it? I correct. And I know that mm -hmm. I I know that most people who make thirty-eight thousand can generally they would be getting their they would be insured already. So I th I think that 
that the maximum needs to be lowered. But I know a lot of progressives are coming out in favor of 79 and coming out strongly against 78, of course. But well, well, the uh, thing about my, I, my thing about looking at this, I just I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems to you that 78 is setting up a uh, a voluntary plan that if the drug companies decide they don't like, well, that's the end of it. Right. So why, why vote for something that's just voluntary? Yeah, it's it's got no teeth. It's yeah, it's got no cojones. So just I, since I would vote because, no because it's meaningless and and stupid, I think that that says vote no in seventy eight. The question is, what about well? But first of all, before we we ratify that, would you agree, Mister Mather? Uh, no. <laughs> first of all first of all let's just do a let's just do a little bit of math here okay proposition 78 would require that a person be at or below 300 percent of the federal poverty level approximately twenty nine thousand dollars fifty eight thousand dollars for a family of four whereas 79 it's thirty eight thousand for an individual seventy seven thousand for a family of four mr stanton makes a good point that's too much money i I don't know anybody working at mcdonald's for you know twenty seven dollars an hour that doesn't have medical insurance now there may be exceptions but i I would i would like yeah but it's a voluntary program it's a voluntary program that's so what it's a voluntary program it is a step in the direction of finding out if we can even afford this this you have no clue as to how much proposition 79 is actually going to end up costing well okay can you give us a clue well i i could say it's going to cost billions and billions okay (laughs) that i can guarantee guarantee you that much right now here's what here's you know either one of them they could probably be pretty close to the same the one in that that 78 represents is in uh, effect in ohio According to everything that people have said about it, it's working pretty well. Uh, nothing ever goes wrong by. in Ohio. Well, I know, Ohio. <laughs> you know, so that's like saying, well, it works well in L.A. Maybe it'll work well in the rest but of California. But will it play in Peoria? Here's, here's, here's the deal breaker for me. This is why I'm going 78, because I think we do need to take a step in this direction, even though I think it could be a dangerous, slippery step. Proposition 79 creates a nine-member panel to oversee all this. These dudes are going to be bringing down about 175 grand a year, doing nothing and per diem. Well, and they have to meet once a year. Yeah, they're going to That's have to hard work. For at least an hour and sign things. Okay? <laughs> no matter what they we sign, the drug companies say, "Thanks, boys, we don't agree," and it all goes to hell. Why well, are we bothering? It's telling that when you introduce the propositions, the only one that you told who was behind it was the the drug company one. But that's okay because if you're going to tell me that. Every one of these propositions aren't supported by some big money entity who is only in it for money. That's one thing. I, but we I, both I'm not know telling that's you that. Yes, that's okay. true. We do. So we can pick on the drug companies <laughs> because it's popular to do that. No, because but they the decided that 79 might pass. pass. So they decided we better stick our own on, on the belt that has no teeth and okay. convince everybody and it's so all a big bureaucracy. what happens if they both pass? Which one takes effect? I don't know. Do you? Okay. No, I really don't. That's kind of the but problem with these the initiatives, more isn't it? The <laughs> of the two, the one that you know goes above and beyond the other one, will because those provisions will have to be written into law. Huh. So you basically will have a seventy-eight, and then anything that seventy-nine disagrees with seventy-eight, that will overwrite that, yeah, and problem. so you'll end up with seventy-nine. All That's right. why you have to pick one or the other. The problem I have with seventy-nine, in addition to the the maximum income, is. It, it just smacks of cronyism with these political, these out-of-work politicians being right. on the panel. Thank you, Mr. And Stanton. So how are you guys voting? 79. I vote no on both, but uh, Mr. Mather is slobbering on the drug companies, and so I guess he'll vote 78. Uh, that, but I, I, guess he, I don't like shrimp, represented so. represented my position quite well, <laughs> uh, with the exception of the slobbering. I am going to vote yes on Proposition 78, and I'm going to vote no. On Proposition 79, well, I'm, a power grab by the status quo liberal. I'm voting no on 78, and I 
at this point don't know what I'm going to do on 79. So let's cut the last one As of the day. As Arnold would say, nine, nine, Yeah, I don't nine. know what I'm going to do. Prop 80. Now this this one this one maybe this may be a tie for the most baffling one electric service providers regulation. It's really complicated. It's a big mess. I don't know what to think. Do you know what to think, Mr. Stanton? Uh, the question was, do I know what to make of Prop 80? Yeah. No, no, I do not. It's an ugly, ugly business. Yeah, this, it's yeah. everybody wants to do something about energy policy in California, but. It, yeah, it looks like a whole Gordian knot. The, the reason this is probably going to fail is because it is it is a very complicated issue. But but what it if I can just try oh, to I noticed that what uh, Arnold do. is against this one. Well, Arnold, yeah, he probably is for you know political power reasons. But the thing is, is that this is really an attempt to roll back the deregulation of the energy supply that we've experienced in the '90s and. With with and I think they're I think they're being honest when they say that they don't want to see a repeat. Right. And and of both the sides shortages. both sides are pointing at the energy crisis and saying we don't want to see this. We again. We don't want to see this again. Right. That's right. Right. That's right. But if we keep things the way they are, it's a guarantee that we will. We well, will see having, it again. We having, had a having, we had a stage right, whatever emergency last week needs to be done. that was not publicized at all. But we were very close to rolling blackouts a week ago. Hmm. It wasn't publicized. I get the alerts in my email because you know I'm very important. But, no, but yeah, something's got to be I done. I immediately unplugged the toaster and turned the TV off, thereby averting disaster. Thereby averting a blackout. But if whoever puts, uh, you know, put together the text of this can't, they, they can't even explain it in a succinct way. Right. It's just baffling. Well, this that, is that, like the that, writing on this is you so know what? bad. This is just a rap against the intelligence of the average voter because it's true that they can't. It, it is complicated, but it's not. That complicated. Well, it appears to be rather deliberately complicated to me. I mean, I'm not a fool, or but I sure can't make heads out of this. Deliberately presented to be more complicated than perhaps we should consider at this point. It's going to probably fail. What does the poll say on Proposition 80? I do believe I have one. You here. could find it. Uh, I thought you couldn't oh, find it. You know what? That's correct. Could you not find, find one poll on Proposition 80. Well, all I can say is, looking back to 1996, when the legislature unanimously voted to deregulate and thereby bring on disaster in California, that's got to be one of, uh, that's got to be like a bipartisan shameful episode in our history. It is, and they've both been pointing fingers at each other ever since. I didn't know that was in there. Right? <laughs> exactly. Well, the author, of the, the author of the primary deregulation bill, Steve Peace, was like, when the rolling blackouts happened, he was basically on his hands and knees, you know, mea culpa. Where is he now, anyways? <laughs> so I think sorry. he's living in Hawaii. He's something. working on Attack of the Killer yeah. Zucchinis. Well, if he's smart, he's probably living in Chile. <laughs> well, gentlemen, I think we need to summarize this for our listeners. It's kind of a confused mess. I think we all agree, and this is scary, we all agree that 77, the redistricting initiative, should get your vote. Yes. Yes. And we disagree to some degree that uh, the worst proposition on this, uh, this ballot in 73, I think the waiting period for an abortion uh, is an abortion, and I would vote no. Mr. Stanton agrees. Mr. Mather? Would vote yes. Would vote yes. All right, then the ones that Arnold's big on, 74, 75, 76. Um, I just think uh, no and no. For 74, uh, the teacher waiting period, I say no. No. Uh, yes. 75, public employee union due restri dues restriction, I say no. No, union business. I, I will nope. vote yes. Okay. All right, we're, we're confused over the prescription drugs, but I think we all agree that 78 is probably a waste of your vote. But we disagree on 79, and I, I don't know what to think. Mr. Stanton, you say yes? I, I say no on 79 and no on 78. And Mr. Mather, you think that we should probably vote? Yes on 78, no on 79. 
All right. And lastly, the 80, the, 80, the electric service providers regulation. <laughs> Flip a coin. I'm going yes. I'm going no, to be contrary. All right. I don't know what I'm going to do on election day. I still got to look at it one more time. I might not even vote on it. Join us. In, in deregulating the electric industry in this state. Re-regulating. You want to re-regulate. Yeah, yeah. Well, gentlemen, I thank you very much for joining me. I don't know. We're like everybody else. We are not authoritative. We just did our best. We waited our way through it. And I guess, like everybody else, we're going to do the best we can on Election Day. Thanks to my designated liberal, Mr. Alan Stanton. You're welcome. And our designated conservative, David Lowell Mather. Always a pleasure. Gentlemen, come again next election. I'll be here. I'll be here, too. I say